today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. We remember uh, when Donald Trump first uh, came to power as president of the United States, one of the first things he did was make a uh, big to-do and sign a, a whole pile of things in front of a whole pile of people and get things moving down there in the United States of America. And that included a travel ban on, uh, I guess, initially seven, then reduced to six uh, mostly Muslim countries. And, of course, that was uh, that created some uh, controversy. Judges spoke up against that. Uh, then they came out with a watered-down version of the initial bill. And, of course, a Hawaiian judge had uh, pretty much did the same thing that the other two did. So now that judge has indefinitely extended... Uh, the block of President Trump revised ban on travel. Uh, what does this mean? How does it all move forward? Where are we now? And what I find really funny in all of this, or ironic, funny is probably not the, the good word, uh, what I find ironic in all of this is that this whole thing was supposed to be temporary for 90 days until they, quote, figure out what the heck is going on. Well, my goodness, considering the amount of time they've already been in, we must be very close to 90 days, if not past. Um... Have you figured it out yet? Maybe we don't even need this ban now. It was only supposed to be temporary in the first place. Uh, let's bring in Elliot Tepper, professor of political science, Carleton University, and is with us now. Hello, Elliot. How are you today? I'm fine, Scott. We have more sunshine in Ottawa, apparently, than you currently are. Yes. Uh, how is that working? I don't get that. Well, 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 hopefully it will make its way down this way. Uh, where does this leave Donald Trump's travel ban? Well, the travel ban and everybody's calling it that now, has been, it's, there was a restraining order put on by the Hawaiian uh, judge initially saying we have to figure this out. That's temporary. It's now going over to an injunction. So until the injunction is removed, that ban on the ban remains in force. So right now, in effect, the executive order, which was intended to protect the security of America, he said, is uh, on hold. So how does that injunction, how is that injunction removed? How does it move beyond that? Well, people who have been watching this closely have noticed something very interesting, Scott. The very first, the first time, just a little while ago, when this was uh, announced and then immediately the courts got involved and stopped it, immediately after that, like the same day, the Department of Justice weighed in and said, we're going to act on this. So far, there's been nothing like that happening. The Department of Justice, to uh, what would happen now is the Department of Justice could, has to weigh in, and then it goes to another court saying, okay, we can test this, and the next court, and then the next court, and then the next court, until the decision is finally rendered at a definitive level after a number of court levels. The next step up is the circuit court, in this case the Ninth Circuit Court. But the Department of Justice hasn't done that. So there's now, I think, a question mark why, since this is such a centerpiece, is the president and his team not moving more quickly? And I think the answer is they're all waiting for Neil Gorsuch. The, the Supreme Court, if it reaches that level, oh my. <laughs> and they're headed to that level, is balanced four and four. The vacancy there was after the death of a conservative Republican, Aliot, uh, well, we don't... Scalia, we don't need to go back into that. But that was supposed to be a Democratic appointment. That mm -hmm. is, that happened under Obama. The Republicans refused even to hold a hearing on a highly qualified judge. Now another highly, highly qualified justice has been put forward to fill that spot. But as a Republican, 
by a Republican, not as a Republican, excuse me, but as a highly qualified judge under the Republicans. And this time, uh, the Republican uh, majority in the Senate says, we're pushing this through. It's going to happen. It's going to happen next Friday. If it does, then the court goes back to being, you know, five to four. And the expectation is that the new justice would tilt the balance and, you know, approve the ban. However, you know, once a justice is on there, you're, you're never really sure. Is that a long shot? Well, getting this justice confirmed turns out to be more difficult than anticipated. He's so highly qualified, and at the same time, uh, the hearings have gone on and on, and there's been ample opportunity to question him, and so the vetting has gone on, and the, clearly the Republican majority in the Senate plans to go ahead and vote for him, but 60 votes are needed. Uh, the Republicans have 52 votes on the Senate floor. They need a number of Democrats to get up to their 60. And the Democrats are now saying, as a party, we're going to oppose this. We didn't like his answers on Roe versus Wade and, and on Brown versus Board of Education and other things. I don't. And then the Republicans have said, no, we will change the rules of the Senate so it's a simple majority. We don't want to do that, but we will. This candidate is going to be appointed of the next justice on the court. If that happens, it will change the balance. And if the travel ban reaches up that high, it is anticipated the president's position would be upheld. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.